You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Everybody knows that the days are loaded. Everybody rolls with their fingers crossed. Everybody knows the war is over. Everybody knows the good guys lost. Everybody knows the fight was fixed. The poor stay poor, the rich get rich. That's how it goes. Everybody knows. Maybe I am getting a residual meth high from next door. That's why I couldn't sleep. Perhaps that's why. Are you on? I think you have me on the wrong mic. Oops. There we go. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, you already sorry. called them the Nibbler Studios. Does that mean I just can't even be in here at all? Yeah, that pretty much is what that's what that means. Yeah. It's just going to be me for this week. Gosh, I guess so. <laughs> and you're all loud and my microphone's all quiet. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. How about okay. that? Is that a little bit better? I'm yes. getting I'm getting used to a readjusting to a new situation. I, it takes me a long well, time to Don't get too learn. used to it because you only are used to it for another what? Three so more three days. Three more days. This. Three more days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it takes me a minute to get used to where the buttons are. And how things Where are, are my buttons? Where are the buttons? I'm a, I'm a man of, uh, I've, I've got to have a constant thing going, and then I can figure it out, and then I don't have to think about it anymore. Yeah. If I have to think, it throws me off. This is Fun Employment Radio. If I have to think, it throws me off. The I, Greg Nibbler story. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you for tuning in. Go to funemploymentradio.com slash live, where you can subscribe to the live stream and get access to the chat and call in and do all of those different things that you want to do and get access to all of the live shows. On the network, we'll talk about a very special one that occurred yesterday <laughs> here in a little bit. Um, and uh, for those of you that don't know, if this is your first time listening, we are in the transition of studios this week. So mm-hmm. moving out of our old Fun Employment Radio studios. This is our step back to the past. Have to step back to the before we Before we jump, before we leap into the future. Indeed. Right, Greg? Yes, that right. is exactly it. Uh-huh. So for this week, we are at the Nibbler Home Studios, which are very echoey. So please forgive the echo that you're going to be hearing. I listened back to part of yesterday's show. Hours of soundproofing in our new studio will remedy this. Yes, indeed. Yeah, because uh, it is so much different. Just yeah. the whole sound. There's And there's nothing I can do about it right now. Yeah. So No, no, no. I mean, why put it all up? For, why, I'm popping today. Yeah, you are. You're I'm a little, poppy. Little, little poppy. I'm, little poppy. Here, yeah. There we go. That's ah, a little better. Is that it? Um, yeah, I know. I'm not going to spend hours putting it up in here just to have to take it back down. No. <laughs> no. A couple days. It, it's not. It would not be worth that. Yeah. And uh, Scott Daly is noting the studio is small. Yes, the one we are in right now is small. Yeah, We're Scott's, moving uh, into a gigantic two-space two one. But uh, <laughs> for this week, it's very tiny and a bit too small for people. For Scott, Scott Daly and his giraffe legs. For giants. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, all right. Anyway, thank you, everybody, for tuning in today. Yes, that is the old intro, the old Leonard Cohen intro. I love it so we started off much. With, indeed. Uh, I think I might want to resurrect it just for a little while. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's a good intro. There's no doubt about that. Well, for this week, I think for sure. For sure. And then maybe we can discuss. Yeah, and then we'll discuss things. I just things. love it. Mm-hmm. Oh, come on. Like, we've been away from it for so long. Like, now it has, mm-hmm. it, it's, I don't know, it should have a resurgence. Well, we got, we started having a competition um, 
quite a while ago for someone to come up with a new intro. And then we kind of tailed off on that. We got caught up with a lot of other things. And there were some very promising ones that were sent in. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, But if anybody ever has any ideas, you want to construct something, you want to make up an intro, feel free. Feel free to uh, go ahead and send those in to us if you would like to. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Feel free. Absolutely. Feel so very free. <laughs> Don't do that. Uh, yes. All right. I think you are getting a contact high from the Methies. Uh, it's Although possible. I haven't, we've been here for a couple hours now, and I haven't heard anything from them. Well, Is it sleepy time right now? Yeah, this is dormant time right now. Okay. Dormant time. And then as soon as it gets hotter, because it's been very warm here in Oregon, as soon as it starts warming up, they'll be out. Uh, okay. Trust me, they'll be out. They are out of dormancy, and they are, uh, they are absolutely uh, – they're, they're going crazy right now. Mm-hmm. They're in a period of activity is what we would call it in okay. the wild. When you, when you study meth heads in the wild, that's pretty In the wild, is yeah. that what you're saying? I would love to make a uh, – and I'm claiming this now. Maybe I shouldn't even say it on here, but nonetheless, I'm saying it on the airwaves, so I'm claiming it. Um, we sh- I, I would love to make a mockumentary National Geographic special on the meth heads and studying their habits. But would you play the methods? No, I would. I would be the narrator, and I would uh, infiltrate. Maybe, maybe infiltrate or There's set up a no camera. No way that you would infiltrate. I would your, be able- your meth heads. Okay, next I wouldn't door. be able to actually infiltrate, but you treat them like wild animals. You set up cameras. You don't actually. I wouldn't try to befriend them. I wouldn't be like a Timothy uh, Treadwell or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be one of those kinds of guys because obviously you're going to get bit if you get too close. Yeah, probably literally. Oh yeah, you literally you will be. Yeah, and Scott makes a good point when we were here last night uh, doing the Floyd Files. Yes. The best Which show will. ever. Um, they were screaming up a storm oh, last yeah. night. Yep. They were screaming. It was like, I don't understand how they function. Because it's like every night. I, I mean, I know we're talking about methods here. Right. But I mean, like every night they're just like, God damn you, motherfucking cocksucker. And he's like, get out of here, you fucking bitch. You're good for a fuck. Fuck you, you fucking asshole. It's just like, it is yeah. exactly like that That's, all no, the time. That is not an exaggeration. That is not an exaggeration at all. That's exactly how it is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they, uh, they like to scream at each other. And it's always the, yeah, the, the brunette scary chick is out there. Well, don't worry, you guys. Things. After this week, the meth head talk will simmer down, and then we're going to yeah. have all kinds of new fun neighbors who are just going to think we're insane. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm mm. sure. But they won't be uh, necessarily meth heads. I don't think so. No. Well, I mean, they're going to be paying for, uh, for space. So I, I don't think it'll be meth heads at the yeah. place where we're going to be moving <laughs> into. true. Yeah, I don't think we'll have to deal with that so much. <laughs> but um, it's one of those things where, like, if I didn't hear it all the time, it would sound like you were exaggerating it. Mm-hmm. Like, I think people are sometimes surprised when they've heard you talk about it. And I then think they so come too. Over and then it's like, no, that's real. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, and that's the thing. Now they're so famous. Like, the, the meth heads are famous. They have just, they have no idea. Mm-hmm. And so anybody who ever comes over to my house now, they always want to know, so which one is it? Yeah. Which one is it? And it doesn't take very long for them to figure it out. Usually they can figure it out on their own. Uh-huh. Like, okay, there's one neighbor that's cool, and there's uh, another one that sucks. So figure out which one that is. Yeah. Figure so- out which, <laughs> which one has the five lawnmowers in the back, and then you'll, <laughs> you'll figure it out pretty quickly. John in the chat is saying these meth heads sound awfully like they're some reality TV. I know. And it's like, it's, it's not. It's the reality of your life. Yeah. No, it, it really is. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's the bane of my existence. No matter where I go, I end up next to the drug house. Well, it's like those things. Um, I know it's kind of a weird switch, but it's one of those things where you just can't really understand that it's real until you've actually seen it happen. Like that. Um, mm. I don't know if we talked about this yesterday. Did we talk about catfish? Uh, I don't, I don't think we know did. if we actually brought that up. No, yeah. no. So um, I think it was yesterday that we were doing prep before the show. What is today? Tuesday? Yes. I don't, I'm so thrown uh, out. Whatever. Tomorrow's yeah. key day. And yes. Warp tour day, which we'll talk about. Um, yeah. All right, so um, yeah, so we were watching this movie Catfish, and I don't know if any of you guys have heard of it. It's kind of, I mean, it's 
it's sad, but it's very interesting because it's a documentary. Yeah, and it has nothing to do with actual catfish. Yeah, nothing to do with catfish. Basically, it's this guy, um, which I'd always heard about and I'd always wanted to see it, mm-hmm. um, about this guy who uh, has a relationship with somebody online. Yeah, he was. he's an artist in New York City and a dancer, I think is what he is. Mm-hmm. And, but uh, there was somebody that was a fan of his art and kept sending him in stuff, and it was like this little girl... And then he, through the little girl, he meets the mom, and then he meets the older sister, all online, all via mail mm-hmm. and snail mail and, and, and online. pictures on the internet, yeah. like correspondence through the internet and talking on the phone. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it's just, it, it really is this whole story, and I, don't, I won't say like what it turns out to be, but um, yeah. it definitely does not, it, obviously, if it's a movie about you know somebody's persona online and he starts to find out that things are different, obviously it turns out to not be what he expects. Right. So it turns out, not, and after you know watching that movie, I was going online and I was looking at all the stuff, and all these people were just so disbelieving. They're saying, "Oh, that that has to be made up. That that shit can't happen. You know, yeah. like absolutely can't happen." And it's another one of those things. Like I've seen this happen. I mm-hmm. have seen one person online, personally in my life, mm-hmm. pretend to play at least ten different people. Yeah. on the internet, they've played uh, their sisters, they've played uh, a fiance, brother, uncle father, mother, like, and it is so true. So I was like, and it's like, nope, people can't ever be that crazy. And it's right. one of those things that's like, I'm, I'm, I'm not a disbeliever for a lot of things anymore because like you, you can exaggerate the meth heads, the guy like standing in the middle of the street, the naked woman, you know, running up and down screaming yeah. her on the roof, barking at butters. Yeah. Like this is stuff that happens. And like when, you know, when everyone's like, Oh, this is unbelievable. This woman is you know pretending to be something that she's not. It's entirely like, possible. I absolutely 100% believe. I'm like, that's, I've seen this happen. Uh-huh. I've seen this happen. I've disproved people. Right. It's just, it's, it's people are fucked up. Oh, yeah. Well, then yeah. that's the whole thing. I mean, this is a whole new, a whole new thing. I mean, I know we're talking about, well, back in my day, you couldn't get away with this. I mean, but seriously, though, with online stuff, there's a lot of it. You can't trace it back. You can usually figure out who is somebody, if somebody's fake, or at least from my, you know, technical standpoint, you know, you can try to figure out if somebody's fake, but you can't figure out who exactly they are. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I suppose there's ways to do it, but I don't know the, you know, I'm not good enough to trace an IP address and yeah. find that through Twitter or all these things. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you can really it's, create your own personas online. You I really can't. And it's amazing because in that movie, and uh, a guest in the chat was talking about how Rick actually interviewed them on his show. Oh, did he? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. That's oh, I want to cool. talk to him about that. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, we should talk to him about it later, but, um, yeah, just from from the way that the movie happens, and then the way that that we have personally seen, uh, you know, some instances. Yeah, and I'm being very vague. I'm not gonna. No, I no, I know you. Yeah, are. yeah. Um, we've seen some instances of people actually doing the exact same thing. Because then the way that this person panics in the movie is the exact same way that um, this person in life, like people, were starting to close in on the fact that this girl on the internet might, in fact, be an older man pretending to be somebody that he's not. And then when you get panic mode. You know, what What can save that? But, you know, all of a sudden, a boyfriend, and then a fiancé, and then a husband. Yeah, you and have to just, keep creating other you things. You keep creating things, and then there's, like, a sickness in the family. And it's, like, all this crazy shit, and I've seen it happen. And, like, this is, it's, I mean, kudos to them being creative, but that's just screwed up to do to somebody. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, it's just weird. Well, it, what's weird to me is the people that get caught up in that. Mm-hmm. That, like, really... You know, think that they found this really close connection. I know that can happen. I know of people who have, you know, met, uh, met, uh, you know, a lady or a man online and then ended up getting married. You know, mm. but usually that's through like a dating site or something like that, something where you have to, they have to screen them first. But it's the people that get totally caught up in this world. And I know who you're referencing. Mm. And there are other people that interact. And I, 
I don't believe them to be fake. I think they're just completely caught up in what's going on mm-hmm. and have no idea, no concept that what they're talking to is a fake persona. Well, because a lot of it, well, in order to talk about this movie, we should just say give a little spoiler. Can I give a spoiler about this movie? It, it, it oh yeah, about the movie. Ago. Yeah, yeah that's all right. Fine. So catfish. So um, let me just say. So what it turns out to be is it's it's one woman who's uh, living in her house. You know, they they go on a road trip. The, this guy and three of his friends or two of his friends they decide to make a documentary about him trying to find out where she lives. Finds out the farmhouse that she says she owned is an abandoned place. The horses that she owns don't exist. Everything that she's made up, like. Um, uh, the the woman that he's been corresponding with and having like se- like you know sexual conversations with and stuff uh-huh. turns out to not in fact exist. It's just this one woman who's in this very constrained, like pretty depressing situation yeah. in her house, and kind of the way that she gets to experience life is through these fake people. She made like fifteen fake people. Yeah, it was on, something like that at least. Yeah, so what she would do is take people's like images, like family friends and things, and take their pictures and make them, you know, the friends and the cousins and the brothers and the dates. And she would actually interact with herself with all of these things. And it was just um, – and this woman, you know, was an incredibly creative woman. Like she – and, you know, she takes care of these two severely mentally challenged kids. And she just seems like such a good person. And I just don't think she was really aware of how it can really affect other people. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Uh, it's, it's hard to explain, like, how some of that stuff works, you know. Mm-hmm. What, what goes through the mind frame of, of someone like that. It's just so much time and work to create that kind yeah. of stuff online. You know, it's just like if you, if you devote that time to actually meeting some people or joining, like, a group or – I mean, I highly encourage people to get out of the house, mm-hmm. which is half the reason why I wasn't excited about having the studio back in here, just because I never I leave the house now. Well, it's like um, that um, when I was talking about Monster Camp, that uh, movie, it's another documentary, but it's about Yeah, LARPing. I still have never seen that. It's fantastic, but one of the things in um, in the movie, it's these guys talking about playing video games, and he's like, I, he's like the video game is my real life. Like, I don't... Um, you know, like, the life that I have where I work, you know, in, you know, at Walmart making my money. Like, he's like, that's my dream world. He's like, my real world is when I'm on the internet. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing, like, being able to, uh, not being able to separate those yeah, kinds of because things. Yeah, because instead, like, like, this right here, like, what we're doing right here, this would be, like, the work. What doesn't count as life and what really counts as life is him when he's online with World of Warcraft. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's just so bizarre. <laughs> um, I do want to say we are live right now. I noticed some people were having some problems with connectivity. You will notice that uh, I have uh, created a – there's a new troubleshoot guide on our live mm-hmm. page. So I spent a lot of time yesterday uh, doing uh, doing uh, some uh, – Yeah, how did you get all that done? Because work. I went home and went to bed and uh, then I see all this like stuff that has changed. Yeah, so – I could not sleep last night for the life of me. I, it was one of those nights where I went to sleep and my, uh, my brain just wouldn't shut down. I laid in bed for like three hours trying to think, okay, boy, I need to. It was one of those things where it just started spiraling mm. where I'm like, man, I need to get some sleep. Okay, well, I shouldn't worry about that. Well, I'll wake up early tomorrow and I'll start thinking about this stuff. Oh, but then there's this. Well, I should get some sleep. And the thing where you start like you're almost yelling at yourself to go to sleep because you need it. And then it just never works. That's what ends up with oh, me. Oh, well, you don't know how to calm yourself down. No. You know how to rile yourself up, but you don't know how to calm yourself down. This is true. Yeah. I don't. And I haven't had time to go running uh, lately, so for the last last week or so. And so that uh, I think that helps out. Like if I go running or something like that or some kind of physical activity because then it'll make me slow down. It'll force me to go to sleep. But I haven't had to do that. So, And all, with all the moving and everything, my brain is working about 80 million miles an hour. And uh, so I decided to wake up at about 1.30 last night and... Start working on the website mm-hmm. and working on these things. So, Jesus Christ. So 
There is. No, uh, seriously, I think it's time that you start smoking weed. <laughs> yeah, I know. I wish that would work. Yeah, I mm. wish that would work. Um, but uh, no, alas, that's uh, that's not going to do it for me. So anyway, uh, there we're are asking some... if you were uh, cleaning your kitchen floors with the uh, toothbrush or painting your house. <laughs> no, I wasn't doing that. Although I am nervous though now that I'm getting a that I might be getting a residual meth high. That's uh, that's a little unnerving. Yeah, that's weird. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Do your roommates have problems sleeping? No, I, I don't think so. Well, I don't know. I, I guess I don't know for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think so though. But I was up last night, so I I, I stayed up and I worked on the website. So you and make me feel like a Soprano slacker and... because I'm like, all right, I'm sleeping. I didn't realize that you were up. Working. Sleeping should not make you feel like a slacker. <laughs> no, I should have been sleeping, but I I would have woken up today because I wanted to get all this stuff done. So I would have just woken up early in the morning, which I like to do that and get stuff out of the way. So instead, I just worked late last night. I was probably up till about. Four or so, somewhere around there, maybe I fell asleep. And around then, four? Yeah, around four, and then... Since, I got over here at, like, 9.30. Yeah, I had just gotten up about nine. Yeah. Oh, that's not good. Yeah, so so it was up till about four, and then I thought, because uh, usually I would get up early, but since since I worked late, I let myself sleep in until nine. So then I, uh, I yeah, so I, I'm a little loopy, but I'm drinking a lot of coffee. Yeah, yeah, because you seem, like, a little uh, on the edge. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of wondering if you, because you seem like you could teeter into a really bad mood or a really good mood. <laughs> no, I'm in a good mood. I'm definitely in a good mood. Mm-hmm. I'm just, uh, my body's not working so great. That sounds weird. That does sound weird. That sounds wrong. We won't go into that one. Um, Sasquatch is wondering if you're pregnant. Uh, that's not something I'm going to discuss on the show. Let's just say it's a little too early to make those uh, assertions, and I will, um, I'll update if necessary. No, I'm not pregnant. No, Tristan Scott is not the father. Tristan, you bastard. <laughs> Tristan did bring us some free coffee today, though. That was very he nice. He did. That was so yeah. nice of him. <laughs> um, <laughs> Akin says, Sarah, if you're worried, just run him through the bikini drive-thru. <laughs> yeah. I haven't, visited, I haven't visited that lady, although the new studio is going to be very near the bikini barista. Very near the bikini barista. I'm pretty excited about that. Yeah. Yeah, between bikini barista and the hot hippie. Uh, hot hippie chick. Although hot hippie chick, I don't know if I can. I don't know if I can deal with that. And what you want to clam up and be awkward and buy another eight ounce tea <laughs> for three dollars? That's the well. Yeah, number one, I can't afford to go in there to flirt mm. with her. I mean, three bucks for an eight ounce. Uh, She's not even in a bathing suit. No, that's like a fucking rip off. Kind of, it is kind of a rip off. Yeah. Yeah. If she were in, a, if she were in a, if she were in a bikini, maybe I could, I could go, swing down there and uh, buy a three dollar tea. But uh, no, this isn't going to work. James uh, says walking distance. Yes, both places can will be walk walking distance. Through the bikini barista? I don't know. I don't want to do that though. I don't want to walk through where oh, everyone can then see everyone me. Everyone can see your yeah. your excitement about standing her. there like all nervous hi, and jittery. Hi, hi, hi. hi. Here's 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 your dollars. What you reading? No, that's uh, that's that's not going to work. So I'd have to drive through. I just wouldn't want to get stuck out in traffic again, so that everybody has to drive around me and then. And then they can see who. And I you're am. the creepy guy know. buying coffee from the creepy guy buying bikini coffee. barista yeah, I girl. Wanna, I don't want to be that yeah. person. Yeah. 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 Uh, Mr. Jenky is in the chat right now at funemploymentradio.com slash live. He says, hippies and bikinis, bad news, dude. Bad news. That's true. That probably would be a, that would be a very aromatic environment. Really? Mm-hmm. Aromatic? Aromatic. Okay. Yes. Yeah, it'd be stinky. We'll just say that. Um, well, I'm excited for tomorrow. I've been thinking about it because um, I told you tomorrow is when I'm doing that uh, warp tour thing. Yeah. So what is that? What exactly is it that you're I doing? I don't exactly know what I'm doing. Okay. 
but I was contacted by um, a record rep here in town who's uh, working closely with Warp Tour, mm-hmm. which we all know Warp Tour, uh, maybe less or so in our, you know, in our 30s and late 20s, more so in like our, uh, you know, late teens, early 20s. Yeah, I would say so. Yes. Back when so um, Warp Tour for the past few years, in, you know, when it's been near Portland, it's been like 45 minutes outside of the city. Yeah, it's been out in like St. Helens. Yeah, and yeah. like you want to go and hang out and like, you know, hang out in the beer garden, but then you have to worry about driving back and everything. Well, and that's a long drive. For those, yeah, St. Helens is about 45 minutes north, uh, northwest of Portland, mm-hmm. mostly north, I guess. And um, this, you have to go through this stretch of country roads. Well, it's a, it's a highway, but it's going through the country, and it's yeah. a whole bunch of police officers. And you officers get stuck have, in traffic because it's one, uh, like one lane either way. Yeah, and there's police officers that have nothing better to do. That It's, it's probably the most exciting day ever mm-hmm. when there's an event out there because then they just get to pull everyone over. Yeah. Because I know they even pull over the buses. They've pulled over Godsmack before when Godsmack was coming out of there. Do you remember that? No. Yeah, I passed by the bus when uh, Godsmack got pulled over for something, and I don't think they ended up getting – Busted. They might have got a marijuana charge. They also pulled over Snoop Dogg at one point. Who pulls um, over Snoop Dogg? Oh, everybody. Yeah, that's true. I mean, <laughs> you're, you're guaranteed to get a ticket of some kind. <laughs> that's just that's just instant money. I'm surprised. Like, if Snoop Dogg gets pulled over, I'm sure they just already have a check written out or whatever. It's like, yeah, okay. How much is the ticket? All right, there you go. We're we're not going to bother. We're not going to dispute. Here's uh, here's your money. <laughs> we'll just cover it. Yep. You got me. <laughs> you got me. <laughs> um. Let's see. Uh, oh, yeah. Michael is saying just like when they pulled Willie Nelson over. I don't know if they did. They do that out here, too. I wouldn't be surprised. I don't know if it was out here. I saw Willie Nelson last time. Um, well, last summer when he was in town. Yeah. And I made that the mistake cool. of not going to see Willie Nelson. I have always wanted to see Willie Nelson. And uh, I, I passed it up. Again. I don't know why. I should have learned my lesson from Johnny Cash. But I did not go see Willie Nelson when he came through. And, mm-hmm. Damn it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so, uh, so anyway, this, this, uh, venue is a ways away from Portland. Yes. So it Usually. has been, it has yeah. been, but this year, well, they're trying to do two things. Well, so they want to get more people, you know, able to go. So instead of having it 45 minutes outside of town, they're going to be doing it at the Rose Quarter Riverfront. So it's like right next to the Rose Garden. Yeah. Basically. So it's going to be there. And then like on the waterfront, the like a huge area. So, so it's going to be on the waterfront in downtown. It's, um, do you know where it is? It's going to be in the lot that we park it for the Blazers. Agen lot. Oh. So it's on the other side of Winning Way. Oh, weird. Yeah. So I guess that would that actually huge, work, though. Yeah. So it's going to be in that huge waterfront area between, um, basically between the river and uh, Memorial Coliseum. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of by, there's a, there's a, some kind of a shipping dock right there. Mm-hmm. You know what? That's a that's actually a good place to it's do it. It's a good place. And you know what? It's yeah. really easily accessible. And so um, what they want to do is they're also trying to appeal to... They're trying to appeal to us, yeah. like the early th- early to mid thirties folks who you know have kind of tapered off over the years because I don't know a single fucking band that's playing. Anymore. Well, I'll tell you when I stopped going was the year I went and Katy Perry was one of the headliners and Kings of Leon played, mm-hmm. and that's at that point it's like okay this this is not Warp Tour anymore with a bunch of little girls uh, running around with pink shirts that said I kissed a girl. Oh Jesus! That I mean at that point I'm like fuck this. Like, I should be intimidated at, or not intimidated, but I should be the most conservative looking person at Warp Tour. I'm not that conservative of a looking person. Mm-hmm. But it should, I should be on the, uh, 
the the, the more conservative the side. more conservative yeah. side at Warped Tour, and that's the way I like it. That's I remember what it seeing, be. yeah, like seeing No Doubt play. I remember um, watching the Vandals and Warren getting up on the speakers, completely naked and just mm-hmm. like dancing on top of the speaker. And it was just oh, it was well, dirty mean, and gross and fun. No effects and, and bad religion. Yeah. Real Mackenzies, you know, all of these bands, uh, uh, you know, Swinging Utters. Swinging Utters are awesome. Oh, I love that band. Awesome live. Um, sorry, we're nerds. And yeah. um, oh, P.S. The Punk Show is going to be tonight. So there you go. Yeah. <laughs> so we can I can geek out about this even more. But uh, so Warp Tour yeah, is going to be moving, and what they want to do is kind of um, they're putting up for every different like city that it's in, so, like New York, Chicago, like wherever Warp, bands Warp Tour is going. <coughs> excuse me. They have a local personality that kind of they they make like a five minute video and put it on WarpTour.com. About like um you know like at, about the show who's playing, uh, transportation to get there like how much easier it is because they basically want to highlight how much easier of a location it's going how to be more accessible it exactly. is exactly yeah. you can just take the max right there oh yeah and, no, and um, that is that's a great spot yeah it's great I mean and and they also want you know to target a little more of the older audience like mm-hmm. us as well so uh, I was contacted by them to be the Portland representative for um, their Warp Tour video. So so what is that? So you're just going to talk about it? I have no fucking clue what I'm doing. Okay. All I know is that I'm meeting a guy named Andy tomorrow at the Rose Garden, and uh, we're going to be filming something. Mm. That's all I know. I looked at some of them uh, on the internets, and it just it's just like random, you know, like um, just different people from different places. Like the one in New York was just, you know, the girl walking down the bridge and talking about, you know, where the Vans Warped Tour was going to be and stuff. So... I don't huh. know. I don't know. Cool. What I'm, I mean, I'm excited. I'm, I'm yeah. stoked to be asked. But um, yeah, I really don't have any clue what I'm going to be doing. Huh. Well, yeah. that'll be interesting. And I have no clue what I'm going to wear. Yeah. Well, it will be warm. It will be very warm. Yeah. So. Oh, God. And I'm so sweaty in life anyway. Well. <laughs> <gasps> Rise Against is playing this year. I didn't think that they were coming to the Portland because it's actually the last date of the Warp Tour is, is Portland. I don't. I didn't think Rise Against was coming to yeah. Portland. Um, I thought they were on the East Coast swing of it because mm. i did look at the bands at one point although the the lineup for warp tour changes, changes constantly all the time yeah yeah, yeah. um yeah, well that's that's very cool though so it that'll be, be tomorrow cool. afternoon that's gonna be tomorrow afternoon so i don't know maybe maybe i go and you know it doesn't pan out or maybe i'm on the warp tour site you never know who knows it's always exciting well we will let everyone know if uh if you make it on there oh gosh no Wonderful. i won't if i end up looking ridiculous yeah no no you won't look ridiculous they wouldn't have chosen you if you if they thought you were going to look ridiculous. They don't know how much I sweat. Well, just because you sweat doesn't mean it's going to be bad. Then if you're okay, if you're worried about sweating, I'm just going to drink a shit ton of water in the morning. Drink a lot of water mm-hmm. and don't wear clothes that are going to make you sweat too much. Don't wear don't wear anything that's going to show pit stains. Well, so I've got to wear black, but that's going to be hot in the sun. But it's like uh, that's a double edged sword because the black is going to make me hot, but then again, it won't show my sweat. Well, yeah. What do I do? I don't know. I don't know. You you. You are in a conundrum. Um, well, wear something that uh, airs out the pits a bit. Airs out the pits? <laughs> wow. Scott Daly says wear a bra. Um, wow. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm saying, uh, you know, y- it'll be okay. Bring, you should though, seriously, bring a little towel for yourself to, to daub off sweat. To daub off sweat? Mm-hmm. Yeah, in between, in between takes. You should totally do that. Are they going to have, like, is it just a guy with a camera? Do they have, know. like, hair and makeup? Do they have, like... I don't know. I have no idea. Or is it just, idea. like, an or- totally organic shoot? I just didn't ask any questions. So I'm like, oh, that sounds awesome. Sure. And it was my, uh, it was mm-hmm. uh, somebody that I know in the industry that asked me. And uh-huh. um, uh, and he's in charge of many, many projects in town. So I'm like, absolutely. Yes. Like, why not? I will totally do that. Thank you for thinking of me. So, I mean, so I didn't really... I said yes before I really... That was weird. What the hell was that? 
Oh, another cord that I set up here that shouldn't have been there. Okay. Yeah. Things are just flying off of Greg's desk. Things are no not flying off. Reason. It's cords on the on the desk. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. <gasps> All right. So Kenda says, get a spray fan. You know what I'm totally going to do? I found the right tanning stuff. Mm-hmm. I found... So remember how I've accidentally twice bought the self-tanner that made me all streaky? Uh, you mean the stuff that made turned your legs streaky orange during For your sister's, sister's wedding? wedding? Yeah. yeah. I found the, the actual stuff that I want to do. It's the spray on color. What are you, you're going to spray on color for the shoot tomorrow? Yeah, so I can just look. It makes your skin look even and pretty. That's, I'm telling you right now, I'm just going on record saying this. That sounds like a bad idea. No, it's a fine idea. What's your record been so far with spray tanning type two things? Two for two. Two for two fail. No. So, <laughs> so I think that would be O for two uh, so far. And you're going to do this right before you shoot tomorrow? Yeah, it'll be fine. You're from Portland. It's okay if you look white. No, it's all right. I, like, I'll just nobody's going to be little, shocked. Just a little tan. Shocking. There's a white girl in Portland. Just a, just a little tan. Just a little, a little helper. Uh, this is a bad idea. A little helper monkey. That's a bad idea. Mm. I am telling you that nothing good is going to come of that. No, I'm going to look. It's just going to look amazingly tropical. You're going to be like, wow, that girl from Portland is so amazingly tan. So this is like tan in a can or something, mm-hmm. literally, that you just spray on you? Mm-hmm. What is it? It's like a stain. You're staining yourself? It's or? like spray on... Um, it's not a horrible idea. Why is, what is with all these negative Nellies in there? Uh, everybody says, somebody's <laughs> making comments. Snooky, this is a horrible idea. I'm not going to put Tony. it on my face. <sighs> this, sa- this does not sound good. Except Wonky Wee says white doesn't look good on TV. <laughs> Dougie says I had to come into the other room to type. That's a bad idea. <laughs> no, it's not going to be. I'm not going to put it on my face or like on my chest. I'm going to put it on my arms. Just on my arms, you know, it's, it's a little slimming. And what is going to be showing? It's going to be your arms. It's going to be my arms, yeah. Yeah, that is, that is not... And, and the can promises it to be sweat-proof. <sighs> so I believe the can. So is this a permanent thing? No, it's How long permanent. does it last? It's like spray-on, like almost makeup. Like a spray-on like Oh, makeup. this yeah. does not sound good. Oh, it sounds fine. No. No. no this sounds like a terrible well, idea. You know what I was going to... You're yeah. going to have bright orange arms in this video, and then your face is going to be all pale. No. Like, it's not even going to match. No, my face is fine. <laughs> Somebody posted a picture of the tanning lady in the... Uh... <laughs> yeah, no, this is not a good idea. Oh, it'll be fine. Oh. No, it's, it'll, just be, it'll just be, make me look lightly bronzed. Lightly bronzed and uh, ready to show everybody the amazingness of the new Warp Tour area. You, you're, so basically, you're going to be orange and sweaty. No, I'm not going to put it on my face, so it won't be streaky. I'll put some. Me, I'll put some bronzer on my face to match my arms. This is a terrible idea. You are not. You were fine for camera. No, you're gonna I'm look not. Fine for camera. No, I'm pasty. I am pasty as fuck. I, so I'm is everyone to, here. I don't care. You know what? I'm the one person that's going to be representing Warp Tour in Oregon. I don't want to be pasty. <laughs> oh, this is such a bad idea. Don't they want a representative of Portland, someone who looks like a typical Portlander talking to Portland people? Because that's who this is directed at, right? It's Portland people. No, it's, it's not directed to anyone from anywhere else. Well, maybe if someone was planning on coming to Portland for the Warp Tour, they're like, oh, man, you know, I'm going to be out of Chicago that weekend, but... Portland has Warped Tour. Wait what a can minute. I learn about Portland? Wait a minute. That girl's way too white for me. Yes. I'm not coming to Portland. Exactly. Gross. Yeah, that's not what's going to happen. 
And plus, if they're from Chicago, they're going to be, uh, and, and they happen to be Caucasian, they're going to be very pale, too. I'm loving, Wonky in the chat just is my, my avid supporter. Wonky Thank says, you. Sarah knows what she's doing. Go for it. I am here to tell you, Wonky, Sarah doesn't always know what I she's doing do with this. I do know what I'm doing. I'm saying O for 2. O for 2. It's a bad idea. You're going to do, uh, here's my prediction. You're just jealous of the fact that I'm going to look gloriously tan on camera. No, that's not, <laughs> I'm really not. So uh, stop being threatened by my tan. I'm not threatened by your tan. Well, what no. I am going to do is I'm going to buy tanner it. tanner than you are anyway. I'm going to buy it this afternoon and try it on bef- uh, between now and the punk show just to see how it works. And then I'll ask Lisa Wood what she thinks. Well, Lisa Wood's going to say no. No, she won't. Oh, yes, she will. No, she understands branding yourself, and she understands I need to look the branding best that I yourself. possibly can. So what you're saying is that you don't want me to promote Fun Employment Radio in the most beautiful light that I can. Of course I do. I'm a this representative is... of us, so now you're saying Absolutely. that you don't want me to look my best on camera. You want me to look pasty. That is the exact opposite. You are a representative of Fun Employment Radio. I want you to look the best, and I'm saying that your skin looks just fine as it is. I'm saying uh, the snooky look isn't necessarily good for you. It's not going on my face. And by the way, Snooki isn't tanning because, of course, it's the end of the world and she's pregnant. Oh, yeah, that is true. God, that is this terrifying thing that Snooki is pregnant. Ugh. Sends shivers through me just thinking about that. It is the end. Oh, God, I've been having so many crazy apocalyptic nightmares and then, like, Snooki being pregnant and weird things Snooki's happening. Snooki's in your dream? No, no, no. But, like, I've, I've been having more and more apocalyptic dreams. Like, usually I'd have them, like, once a month and now it's, like, three or four times a week. Oh. That's crazy. Like, what kind of apocalypse? Like, it's usually um, explosions, and I'm running for cover somewhere. It's it's usually almost that. Um, it usually almost involves water. Um, I had one the other night where everyone was, like, loading onto boats, and you could, um, like, you had to leave the shore, and the only people that were safe were the people who actually had boating licenses or had boats that they were able to get off the land. <laughs> Wait a minute. So it's the apocalypse. And the only way to be safe is to to get off the land and into the water. But only people with boat licenses can do it. So at that point, they're they're out there ticketing people. No, they weren't for, ticketing people. For, no, but I'm saying like the other people that needed to get they I'm needed sorry, to get sir, off your land expired they in February. Uh, no, because see, so like Tristan would be fine because he has his boat license. He could get on his. On but his why boat. do you need to have a boat license? I don't if know. Like people were going onto people were um, getting shuttled onto big boats because they needed to get off the land because something. But only I, if they had a boat. I know license. something was coming because I was in some like it was an airport, but it was also like a high school. You know, dreams, and um and I heard like this this, this boom. Boom! Like you, heard, we heard things coming, and people were all running toward the shore, getting Wait, on. So you're all having like boats. a monster dream. I don't know. I never saw what it was. Oh. And then the other one I had a couple nights ago. I was up on uh, at OHSU, which mm-hmm. I've had two dreams now. When I was like up at OHSU, and um, well, that's started, the last place I'd want to be if there was a, yeah. if there was like an earthquake or some and kind missiles of started falling from the sky and exploding everywhere from jets that were flying low no over jets, Portland, they, Oregon. Just, they were coming out of the sky. They were coming from nothing. They, they were, were coming, coming from, from the jets. Everywhere. Coming from the jets. No, they really weren't coming. I'll from just the jets. say uh, once again this weekend I noticed military jets flying patterns over Portland, Oregon. Okay. I'm just saying that. Just saying I'm warning everybody right now. There's something. Something's up. Something's going on. I've seen a lot of jets flying over. So what you're saying is uh, this might be a premonition. If they're flying over here, you're kind of close to OHSU. I really don't think that you are having premonitions about anything. I don't think this is like the stand and you're like the all-seer who knows who knows know. everything that's going on. Mm-hmm. That would be a terrifying world if that's true. If your dreams are – if you're, you're the one, <laughs> you're the prophet, Sarah X. Dillon, I don't know. That's kind of scary. I'd be scared if I were the prophet too and it's, it's even scarier that you would be. 
think I'd be an excellent prophet. Really? Yeah. How how so? How I do you think you could calm the people? <laughs> I don't think you you would be the least calming person ever if something was going down like that. Mm-mm. Okay. If you're... I knew I was in charge, I'd make sure that everyone was having like even if I if I couldn't get them to safety, I would make sure that everyone's having a rip roaring time before the aliens come to kill us. Well, yeah. So basically, you'd throw a good party, but you wouldn't save anybody. Well, probably not. Yeah. I mean, how am I? I'm just a prophet. I'm just telling them what's happening. And what they do is their business. <laughs> Y'all are fucked, but let's have a drink. <laughs> exactly. Beer bongs. Tuggy would rule with me. <laughs> you know that he would. <laughs> Bring me more wine, boy. <laughs> Tuggy could have his wenches. <laughs> Wonky says, Greg, you are just a hater today. I'm not a hater at all. You are seriously like, you're condemning me because I would want people to have fun in their last moments instead no. of running for cover. I think like, that's fantastic. Like, if you know that you're screwed, then why don't you just go ahead and like, Play some cornhole, have some drinks, wait for impending doom. Sure, if you know you're already screwed and there's no way to get out and there's no way to save yourself, absolutely. I'd rather a good do time. that than hide in somebody's um, mouse-infested basement. Fuck, if I knew if if I, <clears throat> okay, if I knew there was no way to be saved, and I got your mouse-infested basement reference, thank you. Um, if I knew there was no way to be saved, and that was it, and there's absolutely nothing you can do about it, you've exhausted every single option, and say you've got like two hours left. Sure, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking party. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, every everything's uh, everything's game at that point, but I'm still going to exhaust all my options to try to save myself before mm. that happens. Uh, really? I don't yeah. think you would. I don't think you'd you get very far so? in Portland. No. Are you kidding? Do you not think I would want to be the leader of survivors after the apocalypse? Mm, that would be like that, a dream come true. I don't think you're as driven as you think you are. I would picture myself. Well, a I could either be the tyrant, like in. in uh, in the postman, um, I don't think you'd get. As I don't many think I'd be a tyrant, though. I don't think I'd be a tyrant. Uh, no, I would want to be more like uh, the Tom Petty guy, uh, Tom Petty character in uh, in the postman. You know, living up there in the gorge and and with the community and kind of leading the folks. I don't think you'd efficiently get out of town. I could get out of town. Mm. Oh yeah, Are you kidding me? I could get out of town faster than you could. Mm-hmm. No, I I would know how to. Get I out don't of town. want to. You know what? I would be okay with not. Like living by eating human remains and berries and, you know, like no gasoline and all the apocalyptic shit. I would I would be okay with hanging out with family and friends and having a good old hurrah and then bye-bye. I don't want to be – if there's – if like the world is destroyed, I don't want to live in post-apocalyptic ruins. I don't want water world. I don't want the postman. Why not? Why would you? I don't know. I mean, that's just what it is. Are you kidding me, says the person that can't not look at his phone every five minutes? You think that you'd survive without technology? But that's under different circumstances. not. No, I can adapt. I'm very adaptable. You're not adaptable. I'm very adaptable. Well, when I'm out in the woods, when I'm out camping, I love it because my phone doesn't work up there. I have no technology. I just, okay, well, that's it. You just love it because it's it's taken away from you. Yeah, and it's awesome. So if it were taken away from me, I would be uh, completely fine. Uh, Keelan says, I would only follow Greg if we had to run into the mountains and his grippy feet would come in handy. It's true. I'd survive in those those mountains. I'd Your get along with the hill feet. people. I could I could form a pact. I don't think so because no. Oh yeah, I could form a pact with the hill people. I would form a pact with them. Mm. We'd be allies. No, you're too much you, you look too gentle. No, not not if I got out in my element. Well, plus, see, this is you'd the have thing. to like shave your head or something. You look too soft with that curly hair. Well, yeah, the curly hair may not work. Yeah, at that you got you no. got to shave your head. Oh no, I'd I'd roughen I'd I'd look a little rougher. Yeah, no, I I could do You'd that. Gruff yourself up. I'd gruff myself up. Um, no, but what I would uh, I would form packs with the hill people, you know, and I'd I'd have like a, a set up a trade network of some sorts, and then I'd have my my minions, and I have my bodyguards anyway. 
that would protect me from I just them. really don't understand how you think that you're going to have this amazing power and minions. When the world is ending, there's no technology to connect you to anybody. You're just some random guy with grippy feet mm-hmm. running around Portland like a crazy person, probably looking like Robin Williams from Jumanji <laughs> <laughs> with like some kind of leaf outfit that you made. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. I don't understand how you no, think No, first that- I'd plunder a little bit. I'd yeah. plunder clothes and whatever I wanted. You know, I would plunder what I needed and uh, and get a stockpile of, of food. I've got it all planned out. I don't want to give away my whole recipe for surviving, but I'm just saying I've, I've, got, it, I've got it pretty good worked out up here. I'm going to know what Greg's to do. Greg's pointing at his head right now. Yep. Got it, work it out, worked out. Uh... <laughs> Greg would, Nibble says Greg would make a good wildling lord with many, many daughter wives. <laughs> no, not daughter wives. I don't know. I would these have a aren't, stable. These aren't but... normal rules anymore. These are post-apocalyptic yeah, those, those rules. Kind of rules. Those, those kind of rules aren't going to change for me in the post-apocalyptic. Maybe the Hill people do that, and I'll have a pact with them. But they, what the Hill people do on their own time, you know, that's their business. But we have our own, uh, we have our own thing going on. It's, it's going to all work out. Scott says he'd destroy all male children. No, no, that's not true. Um, Daughter wives is officially the worst expression I've heard today. <laughs> Daughter <laughs> wives. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying, you know, you're you're one of my greatest friends, but I don't think that I want to be around you when that happens. Wonky in the chat says, you can't even form a pact with your meth head neighbors, let alone hill people. No, I do have a pact with my meth head neighbors. They don't fuck with me. I don't fuck with them. Well, I do fuck with them. They just, they're too dumb to figure it out. Um, but yeah, they don't, uh, they don't cross, they don't cross onto the property anymore. And if they did, all, all hell would break loose. They would uh, violate all kinds of rules of our unspoken pact. They used to. They used to cross onto onto the property, and that's when I had to refinish the fence. They used to cross over. They'd jump onto my property and over the back of this little wall I have to uh, get onto their side. And so finally I was like, uh, nope, this is ending. I'm putting up a fence. And so I just finished the fence off, and they were not very happy about it. Well, that's a great story, Greg. Yep. I walled them off. I, put, I built a wall. I kind of am. I'm kind of like the king of the north. I've got a wall blocking off the methods. Ooh, or you're kind of like Roger Waters. Yes, along those lines. With the wall. Oh my gosh, we should. Um, well, why don't we take a quick break and then I want to come back and talk about um, Scott and my night last night. Okay, uh, Scott says, "Cool story, bro." Uh, <laughs> I could go into detail about that story, but I've told it before on the show, yes. so we'll we'll uh, I can revisit that another time. Okay. All right, yeah, let's take a break and then yes, let's come back and and talk about. Uh, the epic night that you and Scott had. Oh my gosh, you mean the best night ever? It was, uh, I have to admit, it was pretty entertaining. Yeah. It was pretty entertaining. <laughs> All right, so we're going to take a break here for just a few minutes, and then we will come back and talk about that, and we've got uh, about a million other things to get to as Absolutely. well. So uh, this Absolutely. is a Fun Employment Radio. Taco! And you're all welcome in my copy. No. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Hi, everyone. You are listening to Fun Employment Radio. This is Tommy Wiseau. Thank you for listening. And one, and two, and three. Oh, yes. Tommy Wiseau. Tommy Wiseau. Oh, Butters is already nervous. So, uh, oh, she's running over there. That's so My great. dog, Butters, is now in the room. And uh, as usual, she thinks that I'm yelling at her because I'm talking into a microphone. So she's sitting here. I just posted a picture of her in the chat. Did you? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. She's sitting here staring up at me right now, thinking uh, <laughs> with her crazy eye. With her crazy uh-huh. eye. Yep. Thinking that uh, 
thinking that she's in trouble. Uh, John Christian in the chat asks, is that really Tommy? Yes, that is really Tommy Wiseau in that, uh, in that liner oh, right yes, there. Oh, yes, indeed. We did an interview with him uh, quite a while ago, a couple years ago, I think it was now. And uh, yes, he was, uh, he was, he was quite, the, quite the treat. There's some video. If you go to our YouTube page or just go to funemploymentradio.com and click on the videos section, or uh, there's, a, uh, there's a bunch of uh, pictures in there. I'm posting a picture of Butters on our Twitter page. Oh, okay. Yes. All right. Butters. Yes, Butters is Butters is here, and, uh, and yes, Hi, I'm a sweetie. very. Hi, sweetie. She's looking at me like, "What is he doing?" I know, I know. Now I remember this. Now, like, I remember back from when we used to record in here, and how much of a pain it would be because she'd get over here and then she'd freak out and then start pulling out cords and unplugging things. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to guard her from anything important that needs to be unplugged. She's trying to weasel her way into the corner, like she uh, used yes. To. Yeah. That is uh, that is exactly what she's doing. <laughs> yes, yes. All right, Butters. I can't pet you all the entire time. Yes. You can stare at me, though. There you go. All right. <laughs> she wants to stare at you with love. Yeah, that's what she's doing. Mm-hmm. And she thinks that I'm torturing her. Why do you... Why are you so mean? So, anyway, I have some music queued up for... Talking about last night. All right. Scott Daly and I, last night, had the most amazing show ever. It was the best thing ever. And I forgot to record it. So if you were listening to it live, you heard it. Uh, Scott and I did our first episode um, of the Floyd Files. Is this going to be a recurring thing? I don't know. We were talking about it. We were talking about maybe doing it like once a month. Okay. And doing that. And um, it was so much fun. It was so much fun. So basically Scott got here. Scott had been prepping all day yesterday. Like, yeah. he prepped for three hours. Like, there, Scott doesn't do anything half-assed. And also, uh, he's also looking for a job. So if you want somebody who's a hard worker, Scott Daly's your man. Absolutely. Um, and normally, Duran Duran sessions would have aired last night. Yes. But uh, I believe uh, Amanda Pants had lost her voice. Amanda Pants had lost her voice. And you guys decided to do an impromptu <laughs> new show, I suppose, for the network. Is this, is this true? This is going to be... It will be sporadic. I don't think that it's going to be, you know, something that we're going to do all the time. But it was mm. a lot of fun. And what we had said was going to be an hour and a half turned into two and a half hours. Yeah. And we just had the... <laughs> best time nerding out in here like scott had all these great stories about um pink floyd and the origins of the songs heard some of um pink floyd's earlier stuff that was completely different than their popular stuff and it was neat to kind of hear the progression of them as a band mm-hmm. musically and mentally and otherwise yes indeed. it was very cool because of course a week from today we will go we'll be going to see pink floyd yes to see roger floyd. waters perform the wall yes in its entirety, correctly. In its entirety. Okay. In its entirety. Correct, not correctly. Correctly. Yeah, um, yeah that, it, was, uh, it, was, uh, it was a pretty cool show. I have to admit, I listened to most of the entire thing while I was in there. I was working on some more website stuff, sitting in the living room, listening to you guys. And uh, you guys were having a blast. It was pretty cool. It was, yeah. it was fun to listen to. And even uh, my buddy Nate came over and we even sat in the backyard and listened to it for a while. So it was, uh, it was cool. It was cool. And uh, unfortunately, yes, it wasn't recorded. So that won't be re-airing. It's one of the things where if you are a subscriber, you know, we tried to promote it as much as possible on Twitter. I would say uh, definitely follow us on Twitter, FunEmp Radio, mm-hmm. and on our Facebook page, at, uh, which is Facebook.com slash FunEmploymentRadio. You know, follow us, like us, all that stuff, and then we'll try to keep you abreast of these kinds of things when they do end up happening. Abreast. And I just said abreast. You just wanted an excuse to say abreast. Really? Breasts. Don't say that. That's really creepy. Sigh. Oh, stop it. Sigh. 
so you shouldn't let me know that it bothers you because then now I'll just keep doing it. I don't think that I'm the only, only one that bothers probably. Nonsense. It's not true. Um, so, uh, so anyway, yeah, it was, it was really cool. Yeah. The Floyd files. The Floyd. It's so nerdy. Oh my God. <laughs> it is one of the nerdiest things I've ever heard. Yes. It was pretty fun. Yeah. And I think, uh, I know there was quite a bit of, uh, alcohol in here going mm-hmm. uh, through. I know you went through a, a bottle, bottle and a half wine. of wine or something. Yeah. And, and, uh, Scott had a few beers and, uh, it was, it was fun to listen to. It was. Yeah. And it was fun to be in here. Mm-hmm. I swear we were just nerding out and like, yeah, I was drinking, I was drinking my wine. Scott was drinking his peebers. <laughs> and then, um, as we were getting more and more to the more familiar albums, like, you know, when we had talked at the beginning, we're like, we'll play one or two. And then like, we couldn't decide between songs. So we're like, let's play five of our favorite songs. Yeah. I remember waiting out there thinking, okay, well, it's about eight 30. They're about done. Yeah. They're still going. Oh, <laughs> let's play four more songs. Oh, all right. <laughs> and so, then we're in here singing. <laughs> I was waiting. Cause at one point I figured if it got to be like 10 30, I was going to have to tell you guys it was going to have to be cut <laughs> off. I was like, <laughs> we can have fun here, but we're still at my house. Not at the new studio yet, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, no, it, it worked out just fine. Yeah, so there we go. Well, uh, and were... and tonight you were doing another show as well. Yep, tonight punk show, punk show at seven p.m. Me, Lisa, seven p.m. And this Here. is going to be the new day for the punk show. New day for the punk show. It's going to be on Tuesday nights. Tuesday nights. So Lisa will be coming here to the resplendent Nibbler Home Studios. Indeed, and we shall be playing the punk rock this evening. All right. God, I just want to leave your house. I feel like I've been here for days. Hey, tell me about it. <laughs> tell me about it. This is why I love having the studio because it gets me out of the house. I mean, I was going crazy towards the end of <laughs> when we were first started recording here because it was almost. We recorded here for about eight months or so before we got the actual studio, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, it, it it drives me slowly insane. I've hardly left the house in the last two days. I, the only the only time I've left the house is to go to the store, and then uh, the only time I've left the had. house is to go to the store and then go home. Yeah, that's the only time that I've left. I didn't do anything else except for mm-hmm. come here, go to Fred Meyer, go home, come back we had here, a meeting, go home. Yeah, I had meetings. But, I don't even remember. But yesterday. that doesn't even yeah. count. Because that's not like going out and just having fun. Mm-mm. It's going to a meeting. Yeah. Um, so, yes, I, I need to get out of the house, I think, a little <laughs> bit uh, a little bit today. All right. Well, did you uh, prepare some ball talk while you were trapped in your house? I do oh, indeed. I do indeed. Yes. Ew. Yes. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. No. Well, one of the things I was doing while listening to uh, your uh, Floyd Files yesterday was watching the first game of the Oklahoma City-Los Angeles Lakers series in the NBA playoffs. And let me tell you, it got boring real quick. And that's because Oklahoma City kicked the Lakers' asses badly. The final score was 119-90. to (laughs) And it really, that's about how that entire game was going. Like that's not even uh, that's not even like they ran up the score at the very end. Actually, the fourth quarter, Lakers actually outscored the Thunder by one point. Ooh. So it was uh, it was a it was a pretty uh, pretty solid ass kicking by the Oklahoma City Thunder over the Lakers, which is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Was there is, any kerfuffle between Harden and Artest? Um, there wasn't a whole lot that I that I saw. Um, I mean, Harden's a professional. James Harden is... I like that guy. He's, mm. he's a good player. I Absolutely. wish he was on the Blazers. I hate him when we play him. But other than that, he's... Uh, if you watch any kind of NBA, he's the guy with the big, huge beard on uh, on the Oklahoma City Thunders team. And and he's he's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And no, he had a, he had a good game. Um, Westbrook had 27 points. And it was, uh, it was all around a complete ass-kicking by the Thunder. And of course, the Lakers started being little bitches towards the end. 
And I believe somebody got kicked out. I can't even remember who it was. Um, but, but one of the Lakers got kicked out for basically being a whiner. Mm. And, which is what they are. <laughs> of course so, they are. I'm looking forward to more of that. Also, in the Eastern Conference, the, the, first, uh, the first game of the second round for the Celtics and 76ers, or excuse me, it's the second game of that series, Philadelphia won. Philadelphia beat the Celtics 82-81. to huh. So good on them. Good on, good on the 76ers. That's good news. What are you looking at so disturbed? Um, nothing. Some people, like, I, I, I enjoy a good comment every now and again, but because uh, I posted that picture of Tom Cruise on our Facebook page. Uh-huh. Um, I don't appreciate gay slurs, so I'm deleting a couple comments that we have oh, on there. Oh, okay. Yeah, we, right. don't need, we don't need those words on there. So, um, heads up, if you use the word fag on our website, it will be deleted. Uh, yeah, that's, mm-hmm. that's, yeah, that's fair enough. Same thing within the chat, too. Let's, uh, yeah, yeah. let's steer away from No, usually people don't. It's just that was, yeah. there were a couple on there. Tom Cruise warrants such comments sometimes. Well, yeah, that's... And it doesn't need to be so. No, absolutely not. Yeah. Okay, well, there we go. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, moving on in ball talk. Ball talk. It is a potpourri of balls. It's potpourri of balls today, and uh, so we've got kind of a smattering of a couple of things. When you say so, smatter balls, I don't, I'm surprised that you don't picture someone like smashing your balls into the ground and grinding well, their heel on them. Well, now I will. Thank you. Uh, um, so this has to do with MMA. So, uh, MMA, there's, a, there's apparently, and I'll admit, I don't know a whole lot about MMA. I'm not going to lie about that. Is that mixed martial arts? It's a mixed martial arts thing. That's but That's what all Richie kinds of... did. Yes. Yes, it's true. Yeah, he Richie ate all those stinky foods. Yes, he did. Okay. Yes, but there's uh, many different professional leagues for MMA. I guess I'll call them leagues because I don't know what else to call them. There's UFC, which is the big one. And there's a UFC veteran named Mahalgaze. What was that again, Greg? Magalhaze. Magalhaze. I don't know. Uh, I don't know how to say his name correctly. <laughs> Just pick a pick a way to say it. Uh, we're gonna say uh, Magal Hayes. Magal Hayes. Magal Hayes is a UFC veteran, and he competed in another league for the called M1, and he won the light heavyweight belt last April, and then I guess defended it in October. So I guess there's the backstory on it. But this <laughs> M1 league is uh, their director of operations is a Russian guy named Kogan, and Magal Hayes and Kogan got into a Huge, uh, apparently nasty uh, dispute over Twitter, which of course is where all grown-ups take their anger and their issues, take their arguments onto Twitter for their squabble to make Jeez it very public. Louise. And McGall Hayes was not happy that uh, Kogan, he, Kogan uh, promotes all of the fights, you know, and since he's the director of, of operations for the league, presumably, you know, he's neutral. All of these things. Mm-hmm. Well, McGall Hayes says that Kogan was, I guess, coaching one of his opponents. From ringside during a game, which that's that's not cool. If you're mm-hmm. the if you're the neutral, you know, promoter, you're yeah. promoting everybody. That'd be like uh, David Stern coming down and giving advice to Kobe or something like that. You know, that's that that you can't have that kind of thing happen. Mm-hmm. And so, um, after this huge di- dispute online, Magal Hayes has decided he doesn't care about uh, the belt anymore, and he's put it up on eBay. He's auctioning off. The champion, the light heavyweight championship belt on eBay. So he put it up for starting bid at uh, nine cents to see what he could get for it. It's uh, as as of yesterday, it was up to twenty six hundred dollars. Wow! For the belt, so you could actually buy a real belt. And uh, and Miguel Hayes went on to Twitter and posted the link to Kogan saying, "Hey, buddy, you want your belt back? Place your bid. It's on eBay." Smiley face. Oh wow. 
So this is how they are settling their disputes. Oh, grown-ups. Oh, so grown-up. Yes. Wow. And that is what is going on. So there we go. You can buy your own MMA championship belt, which I'm sure will be very respected if you buy it off of eBay. Oh, of course. Yes. No, but I'm a champion, dude. See, I've mm-hmm. got the belt right here. I earned this. I earned it's it, It's cool. Man. Yeah, that's that. Uh, it's not really how it works. But uh, nonetheless, you can place your bid now on eBay. Moving on in ball talk. Attention, Sarah. Yes, sir. You are uh, you are frequently a fan, whether you admit it or not, of some of the E Entertainment television programs. This include the Kardashians. Mm, I haven't watched that in a long time. I've only watched it if other people are watching it. Well, so you admit to. So uh, have you? Only because you turn it on. Oh, that is such bullshit. And I think Courtney Kardashian's hot. She's the hottest of the bunch. There's no disputing it. No disputing it. No, no. one. She's all pregnant that. right now too. Yeah, see that's not. You can get it. Maybe you yeah. can. Yeah. See that that not not interested at that point. Nonetheless, uh, so but uh, E Entertainment in their constant quest to find uh, find uh, fascinating programming is now going to be releasing a special on a very popular football player. Can you guess who that football player is? Mm, Tim Tebow. Yes, indeed. Yes. A thirty-minute special that's going to be airing about Tebow. Without Tebow's participation. So Tim Tebow himself didn't participate in this. But nonetheless, there's going to be a 30-minute, some kind of a show, a documentary or whatever you would call it, about Tim Tebow that's going to be airing. So I'm sure that you will be wanting to watch that. I have no interest in Tim Tebow whatsoever. Well, apparently, it's an expose of sorts, according to this, that will reveal the seamy and salacious details of Tebow's private life. Of a virgin football player. Yes, of a virgin okay. uh, evangelical Christian football player. So this player. is basically the Kardashians putting him on the show because Kim Kardashian still wants to hump it out with him, probably. Probably. Yeah. Um, but don't they basically run... Oh, no, no. Ryan Seacrest owns the E! News Network, doesn't he? Yeah, Ryan okay. Seacrest owns... Well, he owns pretty much all of the programming, I think, on mm-hmm. E! Our future president, yeah. Ryan Seacrest. Seriously. God, yep. that guy. I respect his uh, business savvy, but jeez. Mm-hmm. What crap he puts out. Uh, so What filth. What filth. Um, but uh, it's going to be interesting. Like, What could you possibly find that's seamy and salacious? If they do find something great. But Tim Tebow, I believe Seamy him when he salacious. says he's a virgin. And he's pretty public about everything. And all he does is pray a lot. And then play football. Like, I don't know what there is that's going to be salacious about Tebow's private life. Tim Tebow's like the opposite of salacious. Yeah, he's pretty damn boring from yeah. everything that I've seen. I mean, really, actually, I, I hate it how boring he is. Mm-hmm. Like, mainly I'm jealous because he's so rich and famous and a quarterback and he's not taking advantage of all of the lady attention he could be receiving. Of course. This bothers me. It's it a does waste. bother you. It's a waste. <laughs> Sarah in the chat says maybe he masturbated once. <laughs> <laughs> he took a, his showers are normally twenty minutes. This one was thirty-five. What happened in that shower? We'll never know. Uh, so anyway, there we go. Tim Tebow, a special on the Entertainment Network. Wow. Um, moving on in ball talk. So Major League Baseball is having quite a problem. Maintaining the suspensions that they hand out. So if you remember, not very long ago, there was Ryan Braun, who was the MVP of the National League, I think it was last year. And he 
faced, I think it was a, a 50 game ban for using drugs. For, for they oh, said, yeah. for said, like performance enhancing drugs is what they were accusing him of using, of using steroids. And baseball, you know, has tried very hard to get rid of this steroid image that they had because of Barry Bonds and mm-hmm. Mark Guire and, and Sammy Sosa and uh, Roger Clemens, all those guys. They're trying to clear it up and, you know, get back to no steroids in baseball. But uh, they're failing a bit on how they do handle their samples. So Ryan Braun's sample, his suspension was overturned because the person that had his urine sample... Oh, they stuck it in like their private refrigerator or something, right? Exactly, yeah, yeah. They were supposed to take it to the UPS to, uh, to have it, uh, you know, or FedEx or something like that, to have it sent to the sampling center. But he decided it was too late in the evening, so he just took it home and put it in his fridge. Like, this is something that's affecting millions of dollars. I mean, literally millions of dollars. What the results of this test, and he put it in his fridge next to his mayonnaise or whatever. Oh. So it ended up being overturned because of that. Well, uh, Eliezer Alfonso plays for the Colorado Rockies, and he recently got a 100-game suspension. That's a big-time suspension. Yeah, that is. 100 games for, uh, for a positive drug test, and it's now been overturned because of basically the same issue. Jesus. Essentially. Do you think that these people are doing this on purpose? I don't know. That's I don't weird. Know. It seems like that could be a conspiracy. Uh, I mean, I... Like, hmm, we just so happen to keep missing the mailing deadlines. I mean, I guess, but it just, it really just looks like it's complete incompetence is what's going on. I don't even yeah. think they could, they could claim that it's a conspiracy. Like, they're just completely incompetent. So, uh, once again, a 100-game suspension overturned because some dude put a urine sample in his fridge. Wow. Yeah. Pretty, 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 pretty classy. Yep. Yeah. Uh, all right. Moving on to ball talk. So we have this story now. I will preface this by saying I've done some research into all of my to everything that I've been able to find. This does look like a real story. Okay. It looks like a real story. I've tried to verify. It came out on a couple of different sites. As far as I know, this is a real story. Okay. And so I have to report it as it is. And this comes down to youth football. So there's, of course, been you know a lot of anti-bullying initiatives mm-hmm. that have been put into place over the last several years of trying to get kids to stop bullying each other. Well, there is a uh, uh, this uh, Sharon McIntyre, who's president of Stop Bullying Now, said, Through the hard work of thousands of educators and volunteers nationwide, we have helped make American schools a more welcoming, inclusive, and respected place for all students. The results have been overwhelmingly positive. However, there's a youth, uh, a guy named Rob Madowski who runs a youth football camp who says the anti-bullying push is killing football in this country. Oh, sweet baby Jesus. We need huge, angry children who are inflicting pain on the others, especially on the line of scrimmage. While life may be better for the nerds and pansies, we could be 10 to 15 years away from not having any linemen. I don't think America wants that to happen. So essentially what this guy is saying is that um, because we're as he's saying, turning them into pansies, they aren't as tough and angry on the line of scrimmage. Offensive linemen. Wow. So, uh, once again, he says, especially on the line of scrimmage, while life may be better for the nerds and pansies, we could be 10 to 15 years away from not having any linemen. I don't think America wants that to happen. This guy said that? This is, uh, this is the story that I read. And like I said, I, I, I looked at this from a couple different sites, and... It seems to be a, an actual story. As uh, Shockwave in the chat, or uh, John and Boring says, the pussification of America. Jesus. By these bullies. So, I mean, this Rob Madowski guy, though, all I can picture is 
in my head, every time I uh, every time I was reading that thing, all I can picture <laughs> is uh, is uh, Coach Buzzcut from Beavis and Butthead. Oh, that's yeah. exactly what it sounded. I am extremely disappointed by today's performance. You shameless bags of atrophy! Discipline, gentlemen, discipline. You two are pathetic poster boys for the world of no self-esteem. We're going to be talking about the penis. We'll be talking about the vagina. That's all I can picture of this guy. Because I have known some Coach Buzz cuts in my time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We had, we had a football coach in high school that was pretty much the epitome of that. The angry guy? The angry guy. And he wouldn't, he wouldn't use any profanity because he, was, he, he clearly had something... That uh, he was trying to control his profanity. So everything was, gall dang, get on the gall dang ball. Gall dang it. Torth feathers, gentlemen. And it is with equal regret that I must report that you fail. Not only fail, but fail more miserably than any student I have ever had the misfortune to teach. That's like an angry Hank Hill. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Kick me in the jimmy. So that's all I can picture of this guy. So Coach Buzzcuts all over the country are very, very unhappy about the uh, pansies that are coming up through the school system. So if you have a child, make sure your kid doesn't turn into a pansy. There you go. Don't protect the nerds. Meet me in the gym after school. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Wow. Do you find it amusing that we'll be talking about the testicle? The testicle? The testicle. Yes, we're also going to be talking about venereal disease. (laughs) No more, Greg. Oh, man, but it's so fun. Pansies. Does Scott's cat really pee in a toilet? I have no idea. Is that what the rumor is going around? That's what the rumor mills is saying. The rumor mills are spitting this out? The rumor mills are are a Twitter. Ah. Oh. Hello, my friends. Hello. My name is Therax Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. First up, a 26-year-old Toledo woman... Accused of beating a friend with a tiki torch on the street in a dispute over a man, was booked in the Lucas County Jail on the charge of felonious assault and second degree. Oh, excuse me, that was a second degree felony. Beat her friend with a tiki torch over a man. Over a man. Yes. That's my man. Of course, the origins of the fight stemmed from Facebook. Uh, of course. It's always Facebook. Of course. So Shanisa. Ellison is accused of assaulting Marquita Jackson. (laughs) Ms. Jackson suffered injuries to the head from the tiki torch and the upper torso, but they were not life-threatening. Alcohol was thought to play a role in the incident, according to police. So she is being now held in county jail. Wow. Over... Over a man. Over a man that one of the girls is talking about on the Facebooks. That reminds me of this fight that I saw one time at a station event. It was out in... uh, It was out in East Portland. Okay. And it was at a pool. and Pool wh- hall, pool swimming pool. Uh, pool swimming, swimming pool. Okay. And showed up, and there had clearly already been like a fight that had been going on that was brewing. And it was between a couple of uh, a couple of larger girls who were upset with each other. Mm-hmm. And got out, and the first thing you hear is this 
this very large girl saying, I'm a grown-ass woman, bitch! And pop! Oh, smack this girl in the face. And then this just giant hair-pulling melee ensued, and uh, people separated it, separated them off, and the cops showed up, and it was like, okay, well, this event's canceled. And, wow. and we got the fuck out of there, but... Yeah, just the first thing. I'm a thing. grown-ass woman, bitch. I'm a grown-ass woman, bitch. That sounds like something out of Bad Girls Club. It does, yeah. It's, it's like, totally, I'm an adult. Totally. That person could end up being on Bad Girls Club. I, would, I wouldn't be surprised if she was on there. <laughs> she looked like a big one of the big bullies on Bad Girls Club. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm a grown-ass woman, bitch. Another news out of Fort Walton <laughs> Beach, showing that age doesn't necessarily... With age necessarily doesn't come wisdom. A 41-year-old woman has been arrested after a domestic dispute. This woman's 41 years old. This is in Fort Walton Beach. Okay. Uh, this woman had been living with her boyfriend of one year in an apartment. Uh, she was highly intoxicated this past weekend and began to argue with her boyfriend about their relationship. Uh, the report states her boyfriend said he wanted to break things off and tried to leave their shared apartment, but the woman grabbed his leg and bit him so hard she caused him to bleed. The boyfriend then went to the other side of the room to try to get away, but the woman then grabbed a paintball gun. She reportedly pointed the gun at her boyfriend and said, You ain't going nowhere. <laughs> wow. He grabbed the barrel of the gun and tried to wrestle it away, but they both lost their balance and fell comically out of the front door of their apartment. The boyfriend then fled in fear because he thought the paintball gun was a small shotgun and that his girlfriend was about to shoot him. The woman was charged with assault and battery, causing bodily harm. Hashtag men don't tell. <laughs> wow. You ain't going nowhere. You ain't going nowhere. Why would you not be aware that there was... That's just bullshit. Why would you not be aware that there's not a paintball, like a paintball gun in your house? Well, I mean, I'm sure... Well, that's the thing. They're saying that it's not a paintball gun, he had to know. I mean, it doesn't look anything like a normal gun. But at the same time, it would hurt like hell if, you, if she was shooting him at a close range like that with a paintball gun. Mm. That'd still suck. Oh, yeah. I mean, you still can't hurt someone with them. Mm. God, mine are all crazy bitches today. Is it different any other day? <laughs> oh, you're huh? funny. Huh? Am I right? Am yeah. I right? You know what I'm talking about, fellas. Shut up. <laughs> all right, so this is uh, out of some place named Dacula. Do you know where Dacula is? I do not. Okay. Well, a Dacula woman has been charged with uh, obstruction of justice and drug possession after unsuccessfully attempting to hide her wanted daughter from police. Officers visited the residence of Cindy Lusk in an attempt to locate Lusk's daughter, Monica Gunter. Gunter had outstanding warrants for two counts of thefts by receiving and one count of theft by deception, which I'm not exactly sure what those mean. <sighs> when officers arrived at the residence, Lusk answered the door and said that her daughter would return in a few hours, but she didn't really know where she was. The officer asked Lusk for her identification, and while Lusk was retrieving her ID, the officers noticed a woman's pair, pair of women's feet sticking out of a blanket on the couch and were able to assess that it was, indeed, Gunter lying on the living room couch. <laughs> I can't see you. You can't see me. <laughs> when asked who the woman was, Lusk identified the female as her other daughter, Bianca. Lusk reportedly had difficulty remembering Bianca's date of birth, even though it was her child, which roused the officer's suspicions. The officers began to question Bianca in an attempt to verify her identity. When asking Bianca for her date of birth, Bianca could not remember her birthday. When Wait, she the, couldn't remember her own birthday? Yeah, the, the daughter who's the wanted one who's pretending to be her other daughter named Bianca. Wow. She could not make up a fake birthday on the fly. <laughs> um, uh, July 11th. Um. <laughs> July 11th. 
One of the officers asked Luck, Lusk if Bianca was in fact Gunter, and Lusk admitted that it was. Gunter was placed under arrest for the outstanding warrants, and Lusk, and Lusk was arrested for obstruction. During a post-arrest search of Lusk's clothing, this is the mother, the uh, arresting officer found three... Sorry. That was me Did your computer just burp or something? No, I was trying to pull something up because this reminded me of a story. Sorry. Oh, okay. Um, so during a post-arrest search of Lusk's clothing, the arresting officer found three small plastic baggies in Lusk's pants. The baggies contained white crystallized material that tested positive for... Meth? Amphetamine. Yep. Yes! According to the police report, Lusk immediately said, These aren't my pants! These aren't my pants! <laughs> However, as the person wearing the pants... She was charged with possession of a controlled substance in addition to the obstruction charge. Both mother and daughter were transported to jail where they both remain on $15,000 bond. Wow, that's amazing. That whole thing of not being able to remember the birthday, it just reminds me of this uh, Antonio... Do you know who Antonio Cromarty is? I don't think so. He plays for the New York Jets and... HBO did this whole documentary series where they, they followed around the New York Jets in the preseason. Mm-hmm. And they asked, uh, Antonio Cromartie has like 18 kids or something, and they asked him to name them, and he couldn't really do it. <gasps> I remember that. I have, can I play it really quick? Yes, you can. It is fucking. You know, all the aggression on, but as soon as you leave and get home, you gotta be that father figure, you know, that, that husband. What is wrong with your house? What is going on with your house? Sorry, I'm trying to get to the point where you... Yeah, Alonzo, who is five. I have Karis, um, who is three. I have my my junior, which is three. I have a, my daughter, who just turned three as of yesterday. Um, I have another son named Tyler. Yeah, so he turns three in December. I got another... A uh, daughter that was born October 16th named London. Uh, another daughter that was born named Leilani, who's uh, two years old. And uh, I have uh, my newborn with my wife. Her name is Jersey. Anyway, sorry, that just reminded me. Oh, no, so he forgot <laughs> some of his kids? Uh, he was having trouble because you tell, if you watch the video, he's sitting there trying to think really hard. He's like, uh-huh. uh, and, uh, and apparently like six of them are three years old. So, very busy year three years ago. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> that lady's never not pregnant. Nope. Uh, at a oh, Lux- it's different ladies. <laughs> different, of it's course. It's different ladies. Of course. Yeah. Uh, out of Luxor, Egypt, the funeral of a 28-year-old waiter in southern Egypt turned into a celebration of life when he woke up in his casket after being declared dead. <laughs> uh, hospital officials have pronounced him, uh, let's see, his name is Hamdi Hafez al-Nubi. Uh, they pronounced him dead, who came from a village in the southern province of Luxor after he suffered a heart attack while he was working as a waiter. His family said grieving relatives took him home and, according to Islamic tradition, washed his body and prepared him for his burial that was going to be happening the following day. A doctor sent to sign the death, death certificate found it strange that the deceased man's body was still warm. That would be odd. After closer <laughs> observation, the doctor discovered that, in fact, he was still alive. The mother fainted upon hearing the good news, and with the doctor's assistance, both Al Nubi and his mother were awakened and soon turned the funeral into a celebration with all the people who'd already gathered for the funeral in turn celebrating his life. Wow. That's that's just kind of weird. It is a little trippy, like, just kidding. No, well, let's have a party anyway. What kind of shitty doctors? <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. My bad. Wow. Yeah, that's that's unnerving. Just the fact that that's even a possibility. <laughs> that you could be declared dead and you're not. Mm-hmm. That's a nightmare. Oh, 
I will forever, my nightmare is that, um, it will forever be the, um, Twilight Zone episode where the person, um, isn't dead, but they can't move and they're getting, uh, oh, yeah. Seen that? Where they're getting, uh, the, um, you know, where they're laying on the slab and like they're, they're cutting them open and stuff, yeah. even though, because they're like, I'm still alive, but they can't hear. Get him, yeah. Please. That is my nightmare. Yeah. That's, that's pretty terrifying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that and the uh, the they Texas. Start to do the autopsy while you're still alive. Fuck yeah. that shit. Well, that and the Texas funeral scene in, um, I think it's in Kill Bill. I think it's in the second one where they they uh, bury her alive mm-hmm. in the coffin. Oh, that's called a Texas funeral. Yeah. Yeah, you don't want a Texas funeral. No, I I don't. No. All right, and finally, the genius of the day. Authorities say a northern New York man had his friend shoot him in the leg with a rifle because he. Want to know what it felt like to be shot. <laughs> State police say the shooting occurred around 5 p.m. Sunday in the rural New York, uh, New York State town of Stockholm when 25-year-old Sean Massau relented to his friend's repeated requests to shoot him once in the right leg with a 22 caliber rifle. The 24-year-old man from Norfolk uh, who was asking to be shot is expected to make a full recovery. Police haven't released the idiot's name. (laughs) Of course, now his friend is bearing the brunt of this because he's now charged with reckless endangerment. He's being held in county jail on $10,000 bail. Why wouldn't you think he'd be charged if you, even if your friend asks you to shoot him? Yep. Generally, don't do it. Word of advice to all the kids out there. Even Mm -hmm. if your friend asks for it, don't shoot him. Don't do it because you know what? You're going to pay for the shooting. And this guy is sitting in jail on $10,000 bail because his friend wanted to know what it would be like, but he shot. (laughs) Oh, wow. People are genius, and that is my world of crazy. Crazy. That is pretty crazy. Um, I believe... Well, we should probably uh, start wrapping up here in a minute, but we do have a birthday. We do, indeed. That we need to say. So, um, I'm looking at this right now, and it is from our listener, Jeff. And he wants us to wish a happy birthday to Abby. To Abby? I think I'm saying this correctly. A-B-B-E-Y? Yeah, that's Abby. Okay, that is Abby. All right, I want to make sure that I got that right. And there was another message with it as well, wasn't there? Uh, There is, indeed. So, Mm -hmm. uh, Jeff asked us to say happy birthday to Abby and... Wanted us to let her know that he's very proud of her and everything that she is accomplishing. And we are very proud of you too, Abby. Yes, indeed. Happy birthday. Whatever it is you're accomplishing. (laughs) Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Hot damn right. Hot damn right. Um, Keelan's in the chat asking me over and over, how do you feel about paintball? I'm not sure what... uh... Paintball? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Paintball's fun. Um, Is there some hidden joke in here that I'm not getting? I don't know. I've never uh, played paintball, but it always seemed that it might be a a very fun thing to do. Oh, it's fun. It's fun, but uh, it does hurt. Okay, I would imagine so. Yeah, you got to wear a lot of padding. Yeah. And you got to wear a a mask and all of that stuff. But even with padding, you're still going to end up with welts all over your body. Yeah, that does not sound appealing. Yeah, I don't don't think you would would enjoy it. Mm -mm. I would enjoy it, though. No, I'm always the person that probably get hit in the face. Uh, Yeah, I mean, one thing... I like about it a lot is that you can always uh, I'm pretty good at sneaking up on people mm-hmm. and then popping them when they're not looking yeah okay yeah that's what I do alright send us an email funemploymentradio at gmail.com give us a call 503-928-7995 7995 uh, real quick announcement to make um, not about tomorrow's show but on Thursday 
So, uh, typically throughout the rest of this summer, we're going to be doing Sportlandia at noon on Thursdays. Uh, and uh, for the most part, that means Fun Employment Radio on Thursdays will be at 2 p.m. We'll update this, the calendar and everything on our website uh, to funemploymentradio.com and then just go to the live page. And we'll make sure that that's updated. But so Thursday, this Thursday, our show will be at 2 p.m. 2 p.m. 2 p.m. But tomorrow we'll be back here at noon from the Nibbler Home Studios. And that'll be after... We pick up our keys to the new to studio. Our new studio. Yes, indeed. So yeah, so we'll actually get the keys so we can start planning the move and uh, getting that all taken care of. Mm-hmm. And ideally, on Monday, we'll be in the new studio. So it's a very, very exciting day it's tomorrow. All very exciting. Indeed. Yes. Uh, coming up at 7 p.m. today, The Punk Show mm-hmm. with Sarah and Lisa Wood right here on the Fun Employment Radio Network. And at 5 p.m., we'll be airing, this won't be live, but we'll be airing uh, Don Taylor's show. I believe it's a new show. Yes. That will be airing at 5. Uh, so that will be right here on the network as well. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Thank we appreciate you so much. it so very much. So very, so very, very, much. very much. Don't forget, if you're going to Amazon, to click on the Amazon link on the main page. Just click there first before you purchase whatever you want to purchase. We appreciate it. We appreciate you. Yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. All right. This has been a fun show. It has fun. Yes. Lots of fun. Lots of fun. All right. We will talk to you. Well, I'll talk to you tomorrow. Sarah will talk to you tomorrow. I'll, I'll be back in a few yeah, hours. Yeah, you'll be back in a few yes, hours. Yes, I'm never not leaving the studio. But we'll be back yeah, <laughs> with more Fun Employment Radio. Where, we'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. There you go. Now you can do it. Dot com. Yeah. <laughs> nah, I don't know.